this is how it begins. How are we doing? Jeff Royce here. Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast. Episode 3. You didn't think we'd make it this far, and neither did we. Why are my arms up in the air like this is video? You guys can't see this part of the show. I'm just here in my studio by myself. Very excited for this episode. I had a chance to sit down one-on-one with Mark. Well, he he sat down at his house, and I sat down at my house. and We were both on Zoom, so we weren't together sitting down, but collectively in the in the... The confines of our little New England area here, he he sat at his house and I sat at mine. So technically we were sitting down at the same time, if that makes any sense to you. Or if he even give a shit. I don't care. This was a lot of fun. We went in depth. We talked about the past, the present, the future. Also, there's a ton of spoilers. This whole show is spoilers, the the, 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 the podcast. There's going to be spoilers, but don't look at it as you're ruining it for us, for you. Look at it as you're getting information that you may want to listen to a story or a book that you didn't have any interest in at first. A lot of people don't want to listen to Tim. They think, it's not my bag, baby. That was a horrible Austin Powers impression. But you never know. By listening to the episode that we have coming up, you might want to read Tim or listen to Tim or whatever. So there you go. So before we get into this interview, I have an announcement to make. I have an opening for next week's show. If you are available next Wednesday... March 1st at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you want to be on the panel to discuss some stuff about the books and writings of Mark, send me an email, Michael Talbot Podcast at iCloud.com, and we will make it happen. If you want to get on a future show, same email address, just let me know what dates you're available. We record on Wednesdays starting on the 15th of March, which is going to be our Tim episode. If anybody wants to get in on that, we're going to start recording at 9 because I'm a selfish Bostonian. And when I started this whole thing, I thought everybody's going to be on the East Coast like this and not realizing, oh, crap, there's people in Central and Mountain and Western and whatever it's called in Canada and overseas. And we got listeners in Jamaica it's less than 1%, but that's still pretty friggin' cool to have some listeners in Jamaica. So wherever you are in the world, uh, let me know. Do the math. I don't do the time conversions. That's not my job. I don't get paid to do that. I don't get paid to do this, period. But if, you can, if you're available on a Wednesday night at 9 p.m. our time, it might be 5, 6, 7, wherever you are, uh, shoot me an email and let me know. Michael Talbot, the... What is it? Yeah, Michael Talbot Podcast. Michael Talbot Podcast at iCloud.com. It's still new. I'm still figuring it out. So let's get into it. Episode three. This is me and Mark. We sat down and we chatted and it was wicked pissa. Here we go. That's it, man. Oh, I Once it. I start fucking working on that thing, man, it was, uh, <laughs> I just, I lost three hours, man. Wow. That'll do it to you. Did you, did you get it completed at least or anything to that effect? Yep. You're hilarious. I don't know that it's ever going to be done. No. But it's uh it's definitely shaping up. I How posted a picture di- page today. Did you just nice. now? All right. No Chloe tonight? Yeah, she's behind me on the Oh, okay. Oh, there she is. She's being yeah. quiet. Yeah, for now she's not a she's not asleep. <laughs> So, you guys are supposed to get a lot of snow up there tonight, huh? I don't know, man. Uh, you never know. Fucking two inches or two feet, you know? Yep. Why is this working? There we go. Went over there somewhere. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, well, I'm gonna thank you for uh, for messaging me back. I, I'm just about to make some popcorn and start drinking. So, here we go. Cheers. <laughs> Rolling Rock. I haven't drank that shit since high school. I love it. It's one you? of my favorites. Uh, it's got I'm a lager guy. I like lagers, but it's Rolling Rock's just got that skunked flavor taste to it that I just I don't know. Uh, to me, man, it's just so crisp and clean. I, I just, uh, like, reminds me of a summer day. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I drank in high school because all that was available was either Rolling Rock or Budweiser. And Ugh, but- not a very popular thing, but I think Budweiser is the grossest shit on the planet. I don't I don't like it either. I, uh, <laughs> one of my buddies that passed, God, I love that guy. Um, that was all he would drink. Just, that's it. Just nothing else. Budweiser Rolling Rock, really? I think it's more no, marketing than anything else, dude. It's like, don't you even want to like try? There's a new beer, no, no Budweiser. Wow, yeah, I got friends like that. They but they're diehard Bud Light fans, no matter what. That's that they weird. won't drink anything else. It's weird. It's like I'm just gonna drink Coke my entire life, but orange soda is awesome too, man. Ginger ale is good. Mm-hmm. Occasional root beer, you know. I I don't whatever, you know. To each their own. Yeah, no, I stick with Corona, but I get acid reflux a lot lately, so I got to kind of cool it on that too. So I tried some of the IPAs because the microbreweries just opening up all over the place around here. And we got uh, Treehouse down the street from where I live, and it's one of the biggest in the country. Like literally, the the line, it's about a 100-yard driveway to get to the warehouse. It's a huge, it's a multi-billion dollar warehouse. And the line on the weekends just to buy takeout cans is out to the street. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. A case of beer is $80. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that bitter. I don't like having to push down my beer because it's so fucking bitter. I don't think that at all. No, I I can't do it. I tried it for a little while. I like some of the citrusy ones, but it just became too much. And uh, it, it, I, I couldn't do it no more. But it's a fun place to go. It's like it's a whole experience to go in there. It's, it's huge. They got two bars. It's you can see the factory floor and where they make everything and and all the kettles or whatever you want to call them. It's huge. But yeah, I mean, I, I can't do the double IPAs. It just it burns. When I when I still lived out in Colorado and I worked in the cube life, there was a cube buddy of mine. We'd go out to the bars on uh, Friday. There was one bar we'd go to, and they had this, I don't know, this giant fucking barrel in the middle of the bar, and it was like cheap-ass beers I think they couldn't sell, you know? Mm-hmm. And he would be all over that, like, <laughs> white on rice, man. It, I mean, he, he'd be pulling out, like, a chocolate stout. I'm like, oh, no, God, I can't do, dude, I you're can't do stouts. I'm like, dude, you're saving a dollar. Go drink a real beer. Or, like, you know, some blueberry IPA. I, I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah you get those guys like, alcohol is alcohol they don't give a shit what it is they don't care yeah, at all yeah, they don't care the delivery system yeah nope so it's nasty some stuff's just totally disgusting i can't it's a lot of beer i can't stand so i'll try no. it if you go to a mic like a microbrewery they just put the uh i was up in maine today for work doing my fabulous lewiston auburn run and made my way back down to scarborough in that dave's famous barbecue right there is now a Sea Dog Brewery, which is up in Conway, New Hampshire. So they got decent brews there. Uh, 
So it was kind of bummed that Dave's closed. I love that place. Yeah, they don't. They uh, they used to have some decent barbecue joints up here, but they're gone. It's kind of a bummer. COVID killed a lot of it. Yeah, sadly, a lot of the independent places closed down. So yep. But one thing that is COVID proof are books. I don't know. AI's coming along. <laughs> Do you think they could it could write a zombie novel? You know, or is I, I know AI it's a zombie novel itself? Yeah, I don't know. I, I know um, the narrators, I, I belong to a narrator group, and they're getting a little worried because AI is starting to do narration. Now, it, it's obviously not as good. It can't do the inflections and, you know, it has its issues, but it's here, you know, and it's only going to get better. And then uh, Tracy was looking at some writing group um, site. And some person, I don't know, woman or man, was talking about uh, how AI, you can give it a paragraph and the AI will, like, redo it and can, like, and elaborate an entire story from this paragraph or something along those lines. It's like, whew, that's scary, man. Well, we just had it down here that uh, at the, the mass, the state house that Jake... Ockenbloom, I think he's a congressman or a senator or something like that. One of those guys wrote, read a whole speech that was written by AI. Like you oh. feed in the keywords, like what you wanted to say, what you want to write. And it writes the entire thing for you. It's, you know, they're doing it with art too. A lot of the artists are getting pissed off because it's, it's copying artwork. Yeah. It's crazy. But I've listened to a couple of, if you watch some YouTube videos or something like, you know, um, watching tutorials or even audiobooks or something if you look them up or a, a story or something and you can tell it's ai reading it it just doesn't yes. sound the same it sounds fake however did you watch obi-wan uh yes disney yes, plus all yep. james all darth vader's voice was all taken from pre-recordings of james Earl jones's voice which is why he didn't sound as old like he did in Rogue One. He yeah. sounded aged. All of his dialogue was taken from other dialogues. So they can pretty much take anybody's voice, the thousands upon millions of hours of recordings, and make the whole TV show out of it, which is what they did with, with Darth Vader. Yeah, see, a lot of these narrators are losing their crap because – they didn't realize some of the contracts that have signed allow their voices to be used. So the AI is taking their voices mm -hmm. and, you know, taking their own voices and they're not necessarily putting them out of a job, but, you know, definitely giving them competition now. Yeah. So, just as I'm starting to get back into the voiceover game, computers are going to knock me out of, yeah. out, out of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, you know, Everything will adapt. You know, everybody thought once TVs came into effect, you know, movie theaters were going to go the way of the dodo, but that didn't happen, you know, so. Yeah. We'll see. We'll navigate. But no one also thought that people would want to pay for water or television. Yeah. You know, when cable yeah. came out of bottled water, it's like, who's going to pay for water? Now, you can pay me to drink from the tap, you know? A, know, garden hose, a garden hose I would in the summertime because it takes you back to childhood. But I God, with knobs, right? It's like if it's not Poland Springs, it's like <laughs> I'm not having it. Yep, exactly. I'm a wicked big water snob at this point. <laughs> so, uh, so where do we start here? Do you want to? Do you want to? I mean, we talked about Indian Hill a lot 
last week and we had a lot of questions when I opened things up to the group, but, but I think a lot of people want to see Indian Hill continue. And I know you, you don't because like you said, you stuck the landing, but uh, I don't know. You know, that's a hard one. Um, Cause obviously that, that world is near and dear. And I have dude, I, I swear I have, ruminated look at me fucking that three symbols supposed to i don't know mm-hmm. uh i have thought about it um you know i don't i don't remember when i posted it but i had like a little teaser about uh mike meeting president mike soldier mike meeting president mike it was only a couple paragraphs and i actually had that opened up on my computer the other day just looking at it like huh do I? Don't I? Mm-hmm. I didn't, but you know that it's that uh, in the forefront. I don't know. I don't want to give any false hope, but there it is. Okay. What are you doing now with the other two books? Uh, the two books being done. What are you doing in your spare time? What's the diamond art thing? I thought that's the question I was looking for. Is that oh, what it is? Okay. Diamond art? Is that what you t- you would posted the other day? Yeah, so what was it? About a year ago, somebody, I think, I, I, I might be wrong, but I think it was a fan of mine sent Tracy this picture, and it was Diamond Art. I'd never, I was like, what in the hell is this? I was like, it was really cool. It was like this badass tree, but you get the, the big drills. They call them little drills, the little plastic, shiny things, and you have like a something, almost like a pen that you mm-hmm. pick them up with, and, and you Literally, it's almost like paint by numbers with little tiny drills. And it sounds like it would be insane to do. But I'll tell you, for an OCD mind, it, it's very calming and relaxing to just zone out. And that's what I'm doing. I'm putting these little stupid colors where they tell me to put the little stupid colors. No thinking, you know. So I find it very enjoyable. Sometimes it's good to have something just to to shut the brain off. Yes. Yes. It's not always an easy procedure. Mm-hmm. Is that similar to what the R2 doing that is, or is that a little more technical? <laughs> Fucking art. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, um, I do well with directions. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can, I can, I can literally, I can tear a motor apart. There's a lot of things I can do. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm super handsy, but uh, I have some skill set. But R2 is a whole other animal. There's nothing. There's no manual. There's no instructions. There's literally, I'm not even saying, probably a thousand different ways you can put them together with, you know, dozens of different types of materials. So there's no, like, you know, I've said it. I, dude, I collected parts for like seven years because I just would buy parts and I had no idea what to do with them, how they went together. So they just sat. So I'd actually uh, put a message out, and that's how I I met this uh, builders group down in uh, Virginia. I actually shipped them the parts down to Virginia. I flew down, and you know, we got to work on it, got it started, and they've been. Big, big help, Hamden Road, uh, droid builders, man. So uh, without them, I would be screwed. So we're making progress. But um, (laughs) 
he he's been more stress than enjoyment because you know because of the OCD I've got all these parts and I'm sitting on them and I'm not doing anything with them so it's driving me slowly insane you know so <laughs> if, if I start something I have to finish it so yep so does the OCD help with the writing yes without a doubt mm -hmm. no doubt about it so when you sit and start writing do you have the idea for it first do you pen and paper or do you just get on your computer or a typewriter whatever you have up there and just start typing and see what comes out um what i try to do i guess a, a semi-pantser uh like i will i have a rough idea a general overview of how i want the story to go and then i will kind of the night before plan out the scene i'm going to write that next day you know mm -hmm. that helps me get to where i'm going so but a lot of times you know the characters will take a hard left turn i'm like ah oh, that that wasn't supposed to happen you know and now i'm like well sh you know i've just gone in a whole different direction and i gotta figure it out and backtrack and yeah sometimes i just sit there and look at the computer for half an hour going uh oh <laughs> <laughs> has there been a particular story that's giving you the most trouble to write uh, i was probably the spirit clearing was the one that threw me for the biggest loop because i i at this point i can't remember it was supposed to be like a straight ghost story and then what they kind of had this i don't want to call it a love story but it was kind of a love story involved in it mm -hmm. as well which was never part of the original plan just kind of just kind of happened Mm-hmm. So you've said that before that that was your hardest your hardest book mentally, but obviously it's it seems like it was your hardest book physically too to to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, that one uh yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Wow. So you can hear Chewbacca in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is down seven pounds as of today. So is she excited. really? Wow, that's awesome. Congratulations. I know. Thank you, man. Cheers to that. Thank you. Yeah, we are. I'm hoping to get her down into the mid 60s by summer. She, uh, the heat really just jacks her up. And I don't, you know, I don't want to put that extra stress on her system. So I'm hoping we can get some of the more weight off before then. You're just doing it with diet or is it specialty food? You're exercising her? <laughs> Exercise. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> I, I got a picture of her today. We went, we were going for a walk, quote, walk. She literally sat down in the middle of the driveway and watched me and Holly walk. So that, that was her exercise for the day. Uh, we, we've got her on um, the farmer's dog. So they send out pre-portioned amounts that she eats every day. And uh, I mean, she loves the food. I'm sure she wants more of it, but it's super easy. You know, you get this pack today. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know, besides these treats, we got these little itty bitty treats, and you know, she's happy. She's not. She's not trying to gnaw any arms off or anything, and she's losing weight, so we're happy. That's good. Yeah. I What's agree. the goal weight for her? Ah, uh, well, her cousin. What they, you know, they're sisters because they live here, but they're actually cousins. Um, her cousin is 57. If we could get there, I, 
Chloe's a bigger dog. So if she was about 60, 62, I'd be pretty thrilled. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a good one for her. Will Chloe be making any appearances like Henry did? In any yeah, she's, novels? Um, she's in the books. The, the dogs play a, a little bit of a role, but nothing. They actually have a part in this next book coming out. So a little bit. 20 or seven? 20. 20. Cool. Yeah. Twenty. <laughs> it's like a Jason novel. You just you can't kill Mike. You know, it just keeps on going. No, it's funny. I was going to kill him in book one. So, really, a hundred percent. Because I was, it was only supposed to be one and done. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was telling Tracy, and she's like, "You can't kill the main character." I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm only writing the one book." No, you're not killing the character. I mean, at, at that point, we, none of this was happening. I wasn't selling anything, right? You know, and we really had no intentions of selling anything. But she's like, "Don't kill him. Don't don't friggin' do it." You know, so here we are, twenty books later. <laughs> you just give her the the. Yep, honey, you were right. I was wrong. Yeah, it's the the number of times I've been right, business wise. I want to say it's probably like three. You know, so I, I think I have a couple wins, mm -hmm. but certainly nothing to write home about. Is there anything that you've written that she's just said besides the mic? killing off Mike, you know, no, you're not doing that. Or, you know, you're, you're insane for doing that, but do we have enough time to go and tell that? Well, you just read Tim, right? Listen to Tim. Yeah. Well, I know she didn't want, you said that in the first interview that uh, yeah. <laughs> she gave you the look. Yeah. She's not, she's not like, you know, I got a lot of people that are like you write another Tim, write another Tim. She's like, don't write another Tim, you know? So <laughs> I might write another Tim. <laughs> He's fun to do. Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten to the end of Tim three yet because we're <laughs> doing it. We're doing a Tim uh, Tim show on the fifteenth. That'll be <laughs> out on the seventeenth. So I'm I'm building the panel. So I want to wait till the week of, and then I'm going to re re listen to one and two and then three. So it's all fresh in my head. Gotcha. So. I think uh, to me, I, I think I've said it before, but I think to me that was Sean's best performance. The way he killed it with tim mm -hmm. and i get that he did great job in the back it, when you were writing it do you have tim and durgan being brothers uh no i never thought that I, uh durgan's just a bully asshole tim is a whole other out a whole other animal he's he's psychotic yeah there's there's not much tim won't do mm-hmm and Tim plays a big part in LF. It's, I don't know if it's six or seven, but Tim's in there. So, so there's five lichens, and then you got, or yeah, five lichens, then demon. Yeah. So, which demon is technically a lichen? Yes. Book. Yeah, so. I should have. I should have did that differently, but you know, live and learn. When you look it up, it's it says it'll say lichen Fallout six demon demon wars or something like that it's the way somebody has it titled so i'm not well, sure i don't think that's on your end or if that's on just a, a website end well there's a demon fallout and then there's a lichen fallout demon wars okay that might have been what i was looking at then yeah yeah i, I should have i should have done like lichen fallout i don't know 
the, the underground and or so, I don't know, you know, something. Because mm-hmm. it's as clear as mud, you know, especially to a new reader, you know, they're like, I think I missed a book. I don't understand what's going on. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, I just I type in Mark Tufo books in chronolo- in order or, you know, like and follow it or demon uh, zombie fallout in order. So because yeah. if you look them up on Audible, where they have the number volume, the volume number, the exclusively on Audible sticker covers it up. Yeah, and they have a funny way of displaying stuff. It's not always the easiest navigation, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I tried to be clear. Like, I don't know how many books I've personally read where I don't know if it's the third book in the series, the second book. Like, there's no telltale way. And that's why. Ooh, you froze. Mark's frozen. Can you hear me? Nope. Yep. I'm yeah, bad. I can hear you. Fro- you froze for a little bit. You, you totally froze up. Oh. So you were oh. talking about. Uh, yeah <laughs> um the uh, the audible and how they how they do things yeah they just it, they seem to make it difficult to navigate my titles uh i try to make it as easy as possible by having the numbers displayed on the cover so you know where the hell you're at but they cover the the, the numbers that's what confuses me ah, i had to confuse nice. a lot of people it's like the picture of henry you know <laughs> on the on the book it's the, the thing's just totally covered up over that's it. So, you know, I, I had, I, I, I'm not going to get this hundred percent right, but I had somebody reach out or, or they posted on the fan page that they started reading with zombie fallout six and don't, don't understand what's going on. And it, it's like, um, there's the uh, first, <laughs> should we start on six? Yeah. I don't know what you do with that information. You know, yeah. I mean. So, so you didn't write it like Star Wars, where you started at Episode Four. Oh, maybe that's what they were thinking. I don't freak. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there any more uh, any more talk of a, a live action with Audible, you know, or what's going on with that? Uh, signed the paperwork. What early December? Um, haven't heard a peep man so i i I, you know i think things work slow you know i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know what the timetables are i i have no idea you know they get a lot of people like you should put make a movie it's like i live in the sticks in maine i'm i'm not doing anything you know there's you know i don't know why people think i have connections but uh, i don't (laughs) i don't think they realize just how how hard it is to get something done you know, it's, you you audition for something or you put something out there, and it takes forever for people to get back to you. You know, it's not the fastest process in the world. Now it's you not, froze. Yeah, I froze. You yeah. Oh, I'm, seems like now you back. Me. Okay. You, so, all right. So that's weird. Yeah, that's like uh, I mean, yeah, I um, I don't know if you watched it, but on Prime, is it Prime? I've been watching the peripheral awesome sci-fi show if anybody's interested but uh so you know when they sh- before the show they advertised the book uh dude William Gibson you can buy the book but he wrote that book in like 2000 2003 so I mean you're talking you know took 20 years to go from book to to on screen you know so right 
So, so they I mean, did that. you know, tech, technically it could be another seven years for me. So we'll see. Yeah. And look at the, uh, the, the gray man that came out on Netflix. You know, he wrote that. I think it was 2005. I think he said he started yeah. writing that the first one was, and now it's, it's, it's crazy when you see a, you see a movie and you read the book and how much they have to update it just uh, speech wise or, you, you know, not chronologically, but with, with everything that's going on now with being more politically correct and, uh, you know, uh, who's the Charlie and the chocolate factory writer that, that they're editing the book now for yeah. some words, you know, you can't say mother and father. You have to say his parents. And it's like, come on, are we going that far? you know, down the rabbit hole with, with all this shit. I think we are, you know, I, um, you better I hope they don't do anything with Tim. Cause you're screwed then. Uh, that might it'll just be redacted. <laughs> it'll be all black redacted, redacted. Yeah. It just, that'll be the new, the new title. Tim redacted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He gets, uh, he gets pretty colorful, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, he, he my version of, I guess, extreme horror, but, you know, in terms of some of the extreme horror I've come across, it, Tim's actually fairly tame, so. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as everybody had made it out to be. And I think when you when you go into something, you think it's you think it's going to be one way and then you're like, it's, it's it's not as bad as, you know, listening to my uncle talk. You know, or, or or your buddies when you're growing up, or or something to that effect. But he does get dark. You know, he does get very misogynistic. And but you know, I just listened to the whole Harvey Weinstein, you know, oh. trial and and books on the stuff on podcasts on that. I'm like, it's just, it's no different than reality. So, yeah, unfortunately, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think if you if you compare it to the zombie Fallout series, you know, but if you if you don't do that, um, yeah, because a lot of people, you know, they think uh, Zombie Fallout's pretty, well, it is gory and dark. And then, you you know, Tim goes another couple of yeah. notches down the belt. Well, it's a zombie book. It's supposed, to, it's not going to be, you know, butterflies and unicorns and things like that. Well, it could be if the redactors get a hold of them. <laughs> <laughs> so if they do make it into live action, they're probably going to... I, I hate to say it. It's not going to be what we all envisioned in our head. You know, oh, everybody, what do you see in your head? Who do you see as Mike? Uh, you know, I don't know if he, if, I don't know if he's getting a little old now, but I really thought at one point Colin Ferguson would be great. The guy, the sheriff from Eureka, I thought would have played a great Mike. Not familiar with him. The name sounds familiar, but I don't think I, I saw that show. Or yeah, look him up, and 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 he's okay. got the snark and the sarcasm and all that. I, I think he would have been a perfect fit. He still may. I don't know. Uh, the you see those stupid Maytag commercials where the guy plays the Maytag machine. Yeah, that's him. Okay. So yeah, I mean, uh, actors are actors. Hollywood makes some weird choices, and you know, when like when with the whole Batman. I'm a huge Batman fan, so you know, when they cast Michael Keaton, everybody thought it was the worst thing in the world. And then, yeah. you know, I mean, it was the worst thing when they did George Clooney, but you know, they put Christian Bale. People didn't like it. Affleck, they hated. Pattinson, they hated. And I think they all did a great job. Of yeah, it. they're actors. They just because you see somebody in in one role 
all the time doesn't mean that's their main thing. They're they're mm-hmm. actors. This is what they're gonna they're gonna act like someone else. Yeah, you and know? just enjoy the movie, you know. Yeah, and people that tear them apart every. Well, that can't happen. You can't have a photon torpedo. You know, it won't. You know, it won't do an eighty nine degree angle. Like <laughs> I, I don't even know what you're talking about, man. All I know is shit blew up, and that was cool. Yep. Everybody gets the uh, the, the 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 Shatner on Saturday Night Live at the convention. You know, they go into chronological order, and you know, in episode four, season two, you said this, but then you went and did this on the next thing. You know, I I can't think past you know ten pages. I don't understand people that did that that can do that. Well, I get a lot of people do that with the books, you know, especially where they have the advantage of they can, you know, especially maybe a new reader that listens back to back to back and they've listened to all my all 2019 books in you know a, a month mm-hmm. and, it's, and then they start telling me stuff and it's like dude i've been writing that for 12 years i have no idea what's in book two chapter seven you know <laughs> i couldn't even begin to tell you you know so yeah nick was like that from uh from last week's show he was very very technical i mean he's a be a good good reference if you ever have to be like hey what did i say back here and what happened you know in this book he knew a little bit of everything well you'll see every once in a while i will do uh unfair contests of the day but like hey what was blah blah blah's name in during the scene when the tornado hit you know and all of a sudden all these answers come up i'm like oh great i just saved myself two hours of investigation (laughs) (laughs) i'll pay a sticker you know? I, yeah, that's worth it. it was some some chronological research. So, what's the uh the, the this this latest contest? What's the the band? Because this won't come out till Friday, so you'll probably already have announced the winner. Uh, you know, it's funny. I um, I had never. They got one song on the radio that I heard of, and Tracy really likes. It, so I got the tickets because Tracy wanted to go, but Jelly Roll. So all day today, I was like, I don't even know who. I don't really, I don't even know who Jelly Roll is. Like, I, so I've been playing on YouTube. I'm like, this dude's great. So I'm pretty excited to go to the show. Is, and then, I uh, never heard of him. Ah, uh, look it up. Good, good music. Then tomorrow, uh, the pre sale for Tadeshi Trucks goes on sale. So I got to get me some of those too. I really want to see them. Who are they? Uh, they're like a jam band, bluesy in okay. the Almond Brothers kind of vein. Good, good bluesy rock stuff. Where they play them? Uh, both of them are up at Bangor Waterfront. Is that over by? Is that by the casino? Or is that in yeah? The, is yeah. on the other but side? It's right the river. Next, it's on the same side of the river as the casino. Okay, I thought I, I knew I saw something when we were up there that there was like a bandstand or something. Yeah, to that effect. Yeah, it's like like fuck like a hundred yards down the road from the casino. So. Mm-hmm. Has uh, I'm drawing a blank on the band that at the Red Rocks concert where they get sucked up in Indian Hill. Widespread panic. Yeah. Have they ever contacted you or said thanks for the shout out or asked you to uh, using their names? Well, and well, well, they're huge. So um, I, you know, I, I I was able to get I, I supposedly I don't even know for hundred percent sure got one of the books into one of the band members hands whether they ever read it or anything i don't know i never heard back but the guys one of the guys that is a producer for the show a previous producer uh 
is friends with a woman that does tour managing for widespread. So mm-hmm. I have a pretty good link I would like to exploit, you know, like, hey, can I get backstage? <laughs> yeah, you know, so <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, work that angle. So we'll see what happens. Not sure if you know, but I had aliens abduct people from your concert one time in one of my novels. Yeah. It's always it's 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 worth you know trying to lose yeah trying to lose trying to use your celebrity for, and you know for for good I guess I, yeah I mean, shit it, not only I sometimes I just get bear in the mail which is awesome you know can't pass that up free bear is always a good thing free bear is so, good do you listen to music while you write yeah all the time what so. kind of what do you listen to. Uh, I'm all over the place. It's usually rock and usually on the heavier side, but not, not heavy metal, not, not death metal, I guess, mm-hmm. but I like hard rock, you know, yeah, all the classic Sabbath, Zeppelin, freaking Iron Maiden, you know, but I love the jam bands too. Grateful Dead, Widespread, Allman Brothers. I, you know, mostly I'm more on the rock side, but mm-hmm. There's not much I won't listen to. I mean, I enjoy country too. So, yeah. The one, the, I'm sorry. The one thing I just jazz. I just I can't. I can't do it. I cannot. I. I feel it'd be interested uncouth. to see. It'd be interesting to see where the where the novel goes if you, while listening to jazz. Oh, probably nowhere because I'll probably just quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listening to work music with lyrics doesn't affect your your writing at all uh no it's you know i have sirius xm to, so i can get i don't have commercials but every once in a while they have dj will come on for a minute or so and that's enough to mm-hmm. you know kind of bring me out of the scene i'm writing so i i'll even switch the channel quickly you know sometimes i'll just go onto youtube and put on like like today, I had the Jelly Roll mix and just listened to, you know, an hour and a half of Jelly Roll. So, mm-hmm. like, dude, shut up! You're up my flow. Yes, we have to check out exactly. Jelly Roll then. This is uh, this is gonna be good advertisement for, for whoever the hell he is. Is he a ba- is he a guy or is it Jelly Roll the name of the band? Uh, like Meatloaf, I, he's just a big guy. He is a big dude. Okay. Uh, I think it's just one dude i don't know if that's the group name i'm i'm just learning about these the people a person mm-hmm. you know within the last couple of days cool is that a thimble collection behind you i'm sorry to be distracted by that you got thimble. the middle shelf fourth row down on the right side of it it looks like you got like a Those bunch of little squares oh okay The little football helmets? Football helmets. Ah. Yeah. When did you start collecting those? Oh, I've had those for ages. They're, I don't know. They're special finish. I don't know. I spent way too much on them, I'm sure. So they're not the ones you get in the 25% gumball machines? They're like no. The, the die-cast no, metal no, ones no, type I, of thing? I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm too sophisticated for the 25% gumball machines. It was a 50 cent machines. The little plastic ones. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever listen to uh, 
Star Wars soundtracks or anything while you're writing? Just to kind of get you in the the spirit or anything, or just or like an instrumental or another movie soundtrack without words? I don't. No. No. Okay. I, I haven't. No. I used to. I mean, there's there definitely at one time in my life, I used to like, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Shadow Facts was in, instrumental. God, mm-hmm. I loved them for a while. God. Uh, Enigma. God, I loved them. I don't know if they're great. Heard. Yeah, yeah. They're one of their huge. I love, I've loved them since the beginning. So that's yeah, just a French I, husband and wife. Oh, huh, I didn't know. Yeah. I haven't listened to them in ages, but man, I used to have that on repeat. But that was before I was writing. I think I everybody know. had that first Enigma CD on repeat. Yeah, that's like yeah. the go-to. You know, I, I was just out of high school when that came out, and that was the 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 go-to soundtrack when you're with your girlfriend or something like that, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah that in see. the in the Bread Anthology was the big make-up music of, of my day. Bread Anthology, huh? I thought the Cranberries used to be pretty good for that. They would, too. Cranberries yeah. were good with that, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, um... Did you, like, with... Let's go, go getting back to the, the books and stuff like that. With... The critics, did the the, the the critics stuff bother you if they, they gave you a book a negative review or things like that? Uh it used to when I paid attention. Um I'm you know, I'm human, so mm-hmm. nobody wants to hear you're you fucking suck, you know, nobody wants to hear that. Mm-hmm. Did we go we went over swearing, right? That's yeah, you can swearing. swear, it's fine. I, I I click on, on YouTube, I click no, it's not for kids. Okay. Um, you know, I especially at first, I would go on and like, oh my god, a review, I must read it, you know, and you know, you'd get the five star and it's like, I'm the best thing since Stephen King. <laughs> you know, and then someone would give you a four star and you're like, You bastard, why only four? I deserve a five, you know, and yeah, and then God forbid you got the one and then you wanted to friggin' blow your brains out because I'm never so- doing this again, I suck this is the stupidest shit ever. I'm going to hunt that person down and, and going to piss on their lawn. I don't know. You know, so, uh, it, it's better now, but still, you know, I, my goal is to put out a product that is enjoyable, but obviously, you know, it's a lesson you have to learn, but obviously you cannot please everybody. There's just no way in God's green earth. You can, mm-hmm. but if you do it to the majority, then you're doing something right. So I think, you got, I think you got the majority liking what you do, considering the, the fan page has what over 7,000 members on it at this point. Yeah. And then uh, my author page is I think closing in on 20. So, you know, um, no, I don't, uh, I don't read reviews cause I don't want to deal with that. I like to keep my, my yin and my yang is even flowed as 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 possible. Mm-hmm. So I I stay away from. I don't like the fives. I don't need my head blown up, or the ones. I don't need to blow my head up. You know. So, mm-hmm. how long have you been doing this professionally? Uh, okay. So I wrote, I finished the first Indian Hill book in '09, um, and put it out. And I don't know, sold four copies. 
in it was 2011 that I said, see you later to corporate America. So whatever that was, 11, 12 years now. So Yeah. So that's, yeah. So that's enough time to have under your belt to know how the game works, you know, how the, 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 the haters are and how the, the, the fans are. Yeah. I used to have, I used I don't know who I pissed off. Um, I'm sure there's more than one, (laughs) but I used to have a person Every time I dropped a new book, within a half an hour of the book dropping, one star. You know, it's like, and I don't know what I did. Uh, you know, for my girlfriend, I don't know. You know, jealous <laughs> author, I don't know. You know, and they didn't even um, read it; they just automatically hated no. They, there's no way they, they didn't read the book in a half an hour, and it was always the same person. One star, one star, mm-hmm. one star. Uh, and Tim, they gave five yeah. stars. You know, no, then, <laughs> uh, on the occasion, see, this is why I don't read reviews because it drives me insane. I had this one person, I don't know, uh, for whatever reason, didn't like Zombie Fallout 12, I guess. Mm-hmm. So kind of lambasted it. I mean, bashed it up left and right. But not one peep of on Zombie Fallout 1 through 11. It's like, all right, you might not like a book, and that's fair. You do you. But you could have, you know, said something about 1 through 11. You could have left reviews for those that enjoyed them. But mm-hmm. now, now I'm just going to have the one shitty one. So Yeah, there are people out there that just... The internet has just given people free range to just shit on everything so they can try <laughs> to make a name for themselves. And it's it's ridiculous how they do that. I, you know, I honestly, Jeff, I honestly, I don't mind a negative review. If you seriously didn't like the book, mm-hmm. 100%, you, you, you voice your opinion, that, that's fine. I don't care. It was that you didn't say that you liked the first 11, that you never left a review for those, but you had to go to the one you couldn't stand, and that was the one you decided to, I'm kind of freaking, you know, and yeah. that was what stuck in my craw. But. Give an honest review, what you like, what you don't like. You know, what didn't you like about it? Not just it's useless dribble and zombies aren't real and Tufo's a pretentious <laughs> douche, you know, stuff like that. Well, I mean, that's true enough. So, <laughs> you know, we got to stay honest. That's it. That, very, very, very true. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did I read this correctly? That, uh, so in the stories, you, with, with Mikey talks about his family, you got, you know, his brother Ron and, the kids, Travis and Justin, are those all roughly based on real family members? Oh, you know, if I had the cosmic do-over, I mm-hmm. wouldn't have done that. But um, again, I never thought they were going to sell. It was not my intention to sell. Uh, I just wrote who I knew. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, there's my brother. <laughs> you know, but so it makes it much more difficult to like start offing people like ooh, can't really be, <laughs> don't want to kill my daughter you know that's kind of friggin' bizarre you know I'll just so, i'll kill her fiance why not yeah we've done that you know yeah. i didn't like that kid anyway <laughs> he was a good kid i feel bad that he's dead now what are you gonna oh, do sorry to say <laughs> but uh travis travis is a is a, a real one of your sons he's written a couple of books from what i saw <laughs> I don't think he's, I don't know if he's just, you know, uh, a time thing or doesn't have the passion, but he's written two. 
Um, and I know he enjoys writing, but it's definitely not at the forefront or a priority for him right now. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Ron also written a, has written a book or two? Yeah. we. I don't want to. We'll, we'll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Leave it at, we'll leave it at that. Yes. So. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about it off the air or off the weekend, but uh, we'll leave nope, it. I understand. It's, I went on a, a deep dive on, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you, you Google. It's like the thing you, you Google somebody if you're researching them and, you know, you want to you kind of go into everything mm-hmm. and you just see a list of everything that that shows up. Yeah, those pictures aren't really me, man. That was Photoshop. With the hat? No, I don't know. <laughs> just... <laughs> I actually, just... I, I had that on earlier before we were supposed to do this. I have one of those hats, but it's got uh, a oh, can the... thing in it. I got it for my daughter for Christmas. Oh, nice. She puts her Pepsi cans in it and she'll drink out of it while she's downstairs playing her video games. That's and awesome. She, she, we, were, we were watching Zombieland and the girl had one in it. She's like, what is that? I'm like, oh, that's a foam dome. She's like, that is the greatest thing. I have to have that. She's 11. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I saw one at Marshall's this year for Christmas. It's a Viking hat and the, the cut cans go in the horns. That's she awesome. Wore she wore it all New Year's Eve. While we were walking around the house, she was the greatest thing, greatest gift I ever got her. So, <laughs> but I thought it was awesome that she, she we were watching Zombieland and she saw that's what she picked out of the whole movie was that one scene that she had a foam dome on. So, oh, kid. my daughter's interesting when you we watch, we'll watch like uh, we watch Zombieland or we'll watch Resident mm-hmm. Evil or World War Z. We'll watch because I've always got something zombie going on in the background of the house. And she'll analyze the movie. She's not scared by it. She'll analyze like, well, how come this movie zombies run fast? And how come this one they're slow? And how come in this one they do that? And oh, that one did something different. Like we watched the new Halloween movies. And she's wondering why Michael Myers doesn't run, but he can catch up to people. Yeah. You're 10. You're not supposed to have these questions in your head. You're supposed to just, just enjoy the movie. Yeah, you're just supposed to be scared. I'm like, I don't have these answers. I don't know why Jason ran for the first six movies, but then he stopped, but he caught up to people. You know, just, we never had those questions answered for us as kids. It's just supposed to be scary. So, but I think it's great that she doesn't get scared by that stuff. And she just, she processes and analyzes it. So she's not scared by a horror movie. That's pretty cool. That, uh, I, I do not have that <laughs> safety yeah. procedure worked into yeah was there one movie growing up that just scared the the living piss out of you uh nightmare on elm street just oh god i found that movie to be terrifying was it the scene with glenn when johnny depp got sucked into the bed because that's where i shut it off and ran upstairs to bed and didn't watch the rest of the movie till the next day i think it was just the whole concept you know just the whole like get attacked in your in your sleep kind of thing you know i mean yeah that, that, that movie yeah I, that movie really got me. that movie was, was next level that that scared the hell out of me i remember the first time i saw it i was alone and my neighbor worked at the video store up the street and it, like all best this is for the younger viewers when you had video stores you had to go out put on your shoes and jacket get in the car go to that a was, store um, to get videos and sometimes they weren't there they weren't available they only had two copies 
I loved. I, that was a cool experience, though, man. It that was, was fun. A, I think they're missing out with the just being able to stream instantly, you know. But you know, you go out, go get chicken wings, and then go rent a flick, and yeah, go, go search it, through the whole thing and get what you wanted or not, and be it bummed was a, out. It was a process to do it. Yeah. It was fun. Like a Friday night going out was going to the video store. Yep. Finding the movie you wanted wasn't in, so you had to try to find something else. Yeah. But yeah. I love everything right at your fingertips. There's yeah. definitely something Guilty of that. Said, you know, about, uh, what was it about? Uh, I went to my son's house a couple years ago, maybe three years ago now. And um, he kind of like blew my mind. Like they didn't have like cable. Or direct TV or, or Comcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everything they had was streaming. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing ever. You don't have you don't have regular channels. I, mean, I it I, it blew me away. And then, you know, uh just last week I, I gave Direct TV the boot. You know, I'm I'm all streaming. I've got all these, I got like Apple and Disney and Paramount Plus and Netflix and Hulu and me like too. what I'm saving on direct tv you know i'm able to get all these freaking awesome uh streaming channels and just all this stuff that you can but you're spending just as much but it's everything you know, the way you want it so it's worth but it. you know i was spending just as much and then double because i still had direct tv because yeah it, the nfl i i really enjoy football and mm-hmm. i just i got direct tv because i had to get the nfl package NFL ticket God, I just loved it. Now that they lost it, it was like, well, see ya. So yeah, yeah, they they lost a lot of business. It's yeah. funny when we bought when when Mary and I bought the house in beginning January two thousand twenty. It was built in nineteen fifty four, and there were cable wires everywhere. And I used to work for Comcast. Oh. I was a I was a technician for five years. I cut wow. all the cable lines out of the house when we remodeled it. And there's one line coming into the house. That's it. Into the the internet box and everything is streaming. So the only reason we get regular only reason I have YouTube TV is because Mary likes to watch the news and she'll she'll watch regular TV sometimes. I'm like, you know, we can watch that with no commercials. She's like, yeah. no, I, I like I like it. I like watching regular TV sometimes. I'm like, I hate see, you know, I'd that rather stream everything. You know, that's how programmed I was like. When we were at his house, like it blew me away to not have commercials. I was like, I yep. don't, I don't understand. I, I can't. I don't, I don't <laughs> How do I know what to buy for Christmas or, or or what if I have a disease because I'm not seeing medical ads every five seconds? I, I'm going to need a Ford truck, and nobody is selling them on <laughs> streaming. So that's what to do. So. Yeah. How do I have moderate? How do I know if I have moderate or se- to severe plaque psoriasis? You know, my skin's itchy. What is this? I don't know if this medication is going to give me devil horns or not, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's nuts the way everything is. It was great. The, a couple of weeks ago, we were just, we were sitting in bed and we were talking about something. We were watching the the Freddie Mercury uh, concert for life because she's a huge Queen fan. And on the, we, I, we ended up buying it. I bought it on Apple. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, wait, they cut Spinal Tap out of it. Oh. Spinal Tap did a number. They did Majesty of Rock. And I'm like, She's like, who's Spinal Tap? I'm like, you've never seen Spinal Tap. So, boom, Apple TV, I buy this mm-hmm. a Spinal Tap. It's like automatically, like, this is great. I can, we can watch this right away. We don't have to go to the video store and try to find a, a crappy VHS copy of this Spinal Tap. Which yeah, I mean, there's, there's, one of my not, favorite movies. there's not much you can't get nope. streaming. 
it's it is incredible i love it i absolutely love it do you hope that someday your with with your books like i went in a bookstore yesterday i was up in uh northern like west northern new hampshire right in the vermont border where my uh my, my day took me for my for my job and i had to take my lunch uh because i'm a truck driver you gotta every eight hours you drive you have to punch out for a, a 30 minutes so i'm like all right 30 minutes whatever i'll pull in this parking lot and i'll sit and i went into a bookstore it wasn't a barnes and noble it was just some regular bookstore and i walked in and i was looking through sci-fi horror and there's a whole shelf like you have behind you just stephen king novels and then you go to the t section and there's absolutely nothing you know yeah and it was like when I went up to Old Orchard and the used bookstore and I asked mm-hmm. if they had the Mark Tufo books and the girl went, who? And I was like, yeah. Ugh. Like, your books do more on streaming than they do on live TV, mm-hmm. so to speak. If you're looking at video stores, yeah. like yeah. You know, bookstores yeah. are, are live TV and, and video stores and streaming is Audible and, you know, Amazon yeah. and, and things. Aud- Audible's freaking huge for me without a doubt mm-hmm. yeah i uh i made it into a brick and mortar store once and that was you know the angels were singing and the, the sun part and the sun came <laughs> the clouds party it was a uh, it was pretty awesome you know yep. but um, but no I, you can order books of mine at a brick and mortar if you're so inclined but yeah for the most part they're not in stores do you find that that hurts you or that it doesn't affect you at all? Because with, do you think more people read your stories or they're on audible? Cause I'm all audible because I drive all day. Um, I, th- these are unproven statistics, but I feel like they're <laughs> fairly accurate. Uh, way back before I did any audio books at all, uh, if if I had a hundred sales, ninety seven were probably ebooks and three were physical copies. Mm-hmm. Fair assessment. Today, if you took the same hundred sales, it's probably I don't know maybe two hard copies, ten ebooks, and the rest would all be audio. Wow! So uh, yeah, audio is pretty huge. So. So this, I, I found when I was deep diving on Google, I saw Z Hunt. What's, oh, and yeah. that's in your, your Tryptiverse timeline thing that you have there. That's in the, the, the bottom right-hand corner that I never even noticed it, that it was in there before when I was looking at all that. It's a, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's considered a novella or a short, I don't remember the word count on it. Uh, David Moody, uh, pretty established uh, writer over in the UK was doing this year of the zombie and he was putting out, I say a novella each month that was zombie themed. And he asked 12 or 13 people to put a a story out. And that's just my part of it. It's, it's a complete standalone has nothing to do with the Talbot verse or anything like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. I, I think it's a pretty good story. You know, uh, I've written some shorts and kind of like, you know, but I, I think Z Hunt's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Is a short in, uh, you got Z Resurrected. You got a, a story in one of those and that thing too. 
Is that, yeah, that are those I, still available to get? Like, can you get those on? I saw that the the Z Hunt was in Kindle for ninety nine cents. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I, you should be able to get Resurrect. The one in Z Resurrected though is, is not even basically. It is Riley Five. Okay. Which, uh, yeah, yeah. I had um, somebody reached out. I'm sorry, I can't remember her name now, but she's like. Yeah, we're putting these stories together. If you could bring back, well, I really shouldn't say too much. Uh, it's basically, yeah, it's Riley Five. Okay, I'm trying not to. But you, you can know, spoil look at the it. Titles. I, I, I put full disclosure on this show that it's it's it, you, things are going to get spoiled if you if you don't you know you don't want to hear it. Shut it off. <laughs> so to yeah. Speak. Uh, okay, this is a potential spoiler for Riley uh, if you don't want to hear it. Um, it was uh, she basically said. Uh, you want to write a story that you bring back some character you wish you hadn't killed off. So that Riley's dead. No, no, no. Cause I'm reading Riley right now. I'm physically reading Riley. Cause I got it on uh, Apple. Did you Book. just not hear what I fucking said? That's I the said- fucking joke, dude. Fuck. <laughs> I don't listen to my own advice. So. <laughs> See, that stuff like that doesn't bother me. If, like I'm a huge, and I said this last week, I'm a huge behind the scenes kind of guy. I like to know what happened. It's like reading the book before you see the movie. You know what's going to happen, yeah. but it's what leads up to that happening that you don't know about. So I don't give a shit about knowing the end. I mean, granted, I don't want to know that Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's mm-hmm. father. That totally would have blew me away. But it's it's what happens to get you to that point that you know. I want to still. I still want to know what happens, even though I know the end result. I had this. I I, I got. I got a friend. And my apologies uh, if you haven't seen Empire Strikes Back and you don't know that Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's friend. But it's been forty who, years, so deal with it now. I I don't even know what the Star Wars is that you speak of. It, it was a. It was pretty popular. They had a couple of movies. It's. You should look it up. You'll probably <laughs> like it. Dude, so I'm getting this. I'm building this fucking R2, right? And uh, <laughs> I need I need some paint. It, it, it's a painting process. And I yep. call up the guy. And I'm like, I tell him, I'm like, hey, I'm building this uh, this robot. It's R2D2 from Star Wars. And the guy's like, Star Wars? I, I don't. I've never heard of that. I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna find another painter. <laughs> he legit said, I don't know what legit. that is. Like, I mean, I. I'm sure there's eight or nine. You're not that like, far up in Maine that people don't know what Star no, Wars is. No, I mean, I'm sure there's some people that haven't seen it that, you know, maybe some people don't like Star Wars. But how could you ever not know who, what it is? I mean, right. that that's insanity to me, you know? Wow. I've never seen Taylor Swift. I know all about her that she's a singer, you know? Right. I mean, how would you, how would you miss that? Right. Especially now with since Disney bought them, it's everywhere. Yeah, and I, I'm you know a lot of people you know the traditionalists were all freaking out. I'm like, I'm thrilled because Disney's going to exploit the shit out of it, which means more friggin' Star Wars stuff. I enjoy the shows. I haven't right. seen. I haven't watched Andor yet, and oh. I want to. I heard that's really really good. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Ha- oh man, you wait till the scene where you see where the guy dies. By his sister? No, I'm just kidding, man. I don't. I'm <laughs> just talking shit. <laughs> I'm sure somebody dies. Yeah, one or two. 
one or two people. No. Have you been down to uh, Galaxy's Edge? Uh, I want to go, but then there's crowds, you know, and I don't really like crowds. And then it's in Florida, and I don't really like Florida. No. So I got like I got a lot of problems, and I don't. Then it's away from home, and I don't like leaving home. So there's a lot of issues I got to overcome to get there. You know, you could go to Disneyland. They got one out there too. Yeah, I, you know it's California, no. but I don't know if that's any better than Florida. You know, when it it's jacked up because I've got this girl, woman. I'm sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. She's a very big fan, and her dad is a high muckety muck in Disneyland, and she has said, "I can get you in. We can do these exclusive tours. You can walk around when the place isn't open." And I just, I dude. No kidding. No That's- kidding. No kidding. You know what? Everybody <sighs> I tell is like, what the f- is your problem? Go. Friggin' go. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Yes, I know. This. Take some edibles. Get on the plane. Don't, 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 don't take Southwest. And, you know, do it. Because that those tours that they do, that's like four grand an hour. I know, dude. I know. For those. And she's like, that you got this this special door you go, and it goes right to the front of any ride you want to go to. Yep. Fuck. You got. Oh my god! For me, it, for me, go do it. It <laughs> sucks. Tell us all so, about it. It sucks having so many friggin' problems, you know. Jeez, <laughs> my own worst friggin' enemy, dude. Oh, wow. Is Tracy as big a star? Not as big a Star Wars fan, but is she? Is she a fan, or does know. she tolerate you? She tolerates me, man. I, mm-hmm. You know, I uh, even my office. I um, she's like, you can uh, you pick out your lighting, whatever you want to do, right? Lighting. I had found these um, lightsaber sconces. She nixed it. It was like it's my office. You said pick the lighting, <laughs> pick whatever I she's want. Like, nope. So, wow. No, she's not a. Can't say she's a Star Wars fan. Stretch mm. the. Yeah, I got all my all my Star Wars stuff is downstairs in the basement. I had a ton of shit. I mean, I have the old when Episode One came out and the Pizza Hut did the cups, and they were the full size oh. cups, and they had the extra heads on them with the straws. I have those. I have you know the soda bottles when they did the re releases of the movies and all that shit. When I built my my music studio downstairs, oh. all of that stuff. Mary's like. Well, you get a place for all your crap now. <laughs> so all of that is in my studio. <laughs> Inspiration. Yeah, exactly. And I have one of the original original lightsabers when they first came out with them back in, I think it was 97, when they started re-releasing the, trilo- the, the original trilogy. And you push the button and you, know, you, you extend it and it shoots out. Um, it's not oh, like yeah. one of the new ones. It's like it, the expandable ones in the tube. Yeah. And it makes the noise when you move it around and stuff like that. And uh, the girl I was dating at the time, she went to KB. This is how long ago it was. She went to KB Toy Hobby to get it. And the guy's like, <laughs> oh, your, your kid's really going to love this. This is the hottest toy out there. And <laughs> yeah, she said, yeah, yeah. it's for my boyfriend who's 24. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my... Uh... Holly needs outside. We gotta go. No, on no move. problem. All right. Let me get the door for her. Yeah. Sorry, man. I know this makes her super interesting podcast material. No, I thought you would take me like, oh, I got one of those lightsabers too. No, no. I uh I'm 
I'm I'm a droid fanatic. So yeah. I mean I got the whole friggin' I mean that's only can you see that's only partial. Yeah, no, it, you got the dome on it though. Droids. You didn't have the dome oh, yeah. last oh, time we saw it. Oh, that's a different one. Oh, okay. Yo, are you looking on Facebook? No, you showed us. Yeah, uh, I took the dome. I just put the dome on just to get a picture. Okay, yeah. Episode one, the first episode of the podcast, you, you showed us some of the R2 stuff, and it did, still didn't have the head on it. Yeah, okay. if you go on a, on my personal page tonight, you'll see it. I just posted a picture with the dome on. Okay. But I've, I've since taken it off because uh, it's not really on yet. I was yeah. just, uh, I wanted to catch a picture. I haven't seen them all together until tonight, you know, kind of. Now, is this going to be a fully working R2 fully unit? Work. Yeah. All like the go lights. to conventions, t- Comic-Con type of R2 unit type of thing, or? I-, I could, but it's 150 pounds, and I'm not hefting this friggin' thing around. No. So it's like the, the robot in Rocky Four. It can bring you yeah. drinks and things like that. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's got motors in the feet, uh, you know, batteries, lights, the head spins, all you know, all the bells and whistles. So, so it's like the exorcist. I wouldn't have gone there, but you know, I mean, <laughs> well, you said the head spins, so it doesn't yeah. spit up pea soup or anything like yeah, that. No, no green vomit comes yeah, out. Yeah, There you go. <laughs> it doesn't tell your mother to, you know, to do things. Yeah. That your mother sucks cocks in hell, Karis. Hey, I said the show isn't PG 13 people. Okay. So funny. I, I never watched that movie. You never saw the exorcist. I have no desire to. What? No, it's not my type of fare. Like I really don't like scary movies or scary movies in general. I don't like scary movies. Too. Isn't that Coming weird? from the guy who writes zombie books, doesn't like scary I movies. Don't, I don't. I, I I don't know why. I just, I, I'd rather not watch scary movies. It's funny because people are like, oh, that was so scary, this scene you wrote. And I guess... Because I know the direction it's going in, I'm like, oh, I thought that's scary, you know. But I don't know. I don't. I don't watch scary movies. Do you watch zombie movies at all? Or yeah, I enjoy zombie flicks. But what's you know, your, I, what's one of your favorites? Uh, you know, I, I guess technically it's tough to call them, but I, I, I liked the 28 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 28 days. Now they have the 28 months. Or it's 28 days and 28 weeks. 28 weeks. Yeah, I enjoy those. Um, uh, oh, I can't remember the Resident Evil. I love the, the mm-hmm. Umbrella Corp. Man, I think those are great. Although technically, I don't know if they're zombies or not. You know, normally if it's got zombies in it, I'm pretty cool with it. But I've seen some turds. You know, I've seen ones that had like an eighty-two dollar budget. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they had like six people pushing on a fence. You know, and that that was like the big horde. You know, like. Eh, eh. <laughs> It's not really doing it for me, you know. So yeah, did you watch The Walking Dead at all? I did. I watched uh, most of. It. I want to say how many seasons did they have? A um, bunch. Right? I think it's eleven. Eleven. Eleven seasons. Eleven was broken up into three different parts. I kind of. I think I stopped at around eight. I just kind of lost, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of got rid of some of the people I like liked the most, and. I don't know. It just it became. It seemed to me almost like it was more of a drama, you know. And it, it, I'm not saying Mike is a friggin' brain surgeon, but these people seem to get in the worst situations so easily. It's like, how are you so stupid? 
you know how, how are you still, still alive, alive? <laughs> right yeah so i kind of was like eh. yeah, i i you know for eight seasons i was all up in it and then it was kind of like eh. yeah i stopped for a while i stopped and then I want up to the season where, where Negan came in and then I went, this is getting their people on people. Now it's violence. You yeah. know, it's not just, they're not just fighting zombies they're fighting other people. And then I picked it back up and I really started to like it. And then Rick, you know, spoilers, Rick blows up off the bridge and he supposedly yeah, died when Andrew Lincoln left. And then it's wait, Negan's a good guy. We're, we're liking Negan now. And you start, yeah. The way they wrote it, you start to like, oh shit, yeah, okay, redemption. I get it. Yeah, did his did his arc. Yeah. Yeah. So dude, um with with Mike, I I'm I'm reaching for a question. I had a question in my head and I totally I totally spaced and think that if I start asking something, it'll come back to me. And it didn't. <laughs> so my apologies on that one. <laughs> That's all right. I probably didn't have an answer anyway. So there good. you go. What um what do you got coming up? Are you working on anything now? I know you just finished two, so you're probably taking a little sabbatical off. No, of it, but... I don't take a sabbatical. I uh, I have, I don't. I, it's tough for me to remember what we talked about, but I have a certain word count I I shoot for each year. Mm -hmm. So I, it's the end of the year where I take my sabbatical. So mm -hmm. I just work furiously for you know nine and a half months. And then really kind of slow down for a month or about two months. And then I like December is like, yeah, I'm on vacation. So yeah, everybody takes the end of the year off anyway. I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people wanna... are asking about another devil's desk. You know, I, I wish, I, I mean, there's still room. I wish I had wrote it with a more open ending. I had never intended that to go more than the one book. But I did thoroughly enjoy writing the book, and it seems to be fairly well received. So, where have I heard that you didn't think about going more than one book? Uh, and every, there's, every one, there's, there's only like one or two in the series. Hmm. You know, I uh, God, there was one point. How man, maybe five, six years ago. Man, it seems long. I sat down. Somebody had asked me the question. I don't know if I was doing a podcast or radio interview. I don't know what the hell I was doing. What do you got going on? It was like I literally at that time had like six series, active series going on, and that like kind of threw me for a loop. I got a little friggin' concerned. I was like, "How can I? How is that sustainable?" You know, and that's why I started uh, tying some things off. It was mm -hmm. at that point where I had a moment of realization. Hmm. So, so I'm looking off some of the questions in the uh, in the group that people asked. So, one of the things someone's asking in a Talbot sode is the Canadian incident based off of anything real? No, no, no. <laughs> just all so, imagination. Sorry, Ashley, that's not real. It's all it's all no. made up. What about the McDonald's? What about the McDonald's I'd... incident? Uh, you know. I think everybody's what, had that incident at a McDonald's at this point in their, their life. No, you know, honestly, what uh, what happened? It has. It, it, this is I. This is probably how you know uh, Hollywood gets away with based off of. Uh, Tracy and I had gone to McDonald's. I don't know what the hell we ordered, but she wanted a unsweetened iced tea, and they gave her a sweetened tea. We're in the drive-through, mm -hmm. so I took the tea and went inside. 
And while I was inside with this tea to get it switched out, that whole scene just went boom. Wow. Like, oh, okay. Well, that's cool. And then uh, I wrote that scene. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that so the, the McDonald's incident is real. The Canadian one is not. Well, I mean, it's, be reversed. It's only real in so much as they messed up a uh, an order for iced tea. Everything else is fiction. I mean, you know. So yeah, you elaborate a little bit to make it you ho- you yeah, Hollywoodized like, uh, uh, an incident at McDonald's. Yeah, it was based off of a true story. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So uh, someone's asking, will Tim get any more books? I think we kind of touched about that a little bit that possibly possibly you know the tim you know it, it's still a business uh and tim has a very vocal following but not a very large following mm-hmm. you know so you know you know i do math well tracy does math so yeah if it's worth it yeah i mean i hate to be all but it is a business. This is how I survive. This is how we eat and pay our mortgage and, you know, don't pay our cable bill because we mm-hmm. got rid of them. <laughs> got but, the cable. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, we so we have to, I can only write so much, you know, so we got to kind of prioritize where we're going to, what's going to work, you know, what's successful. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it, at this point you could put out I mean, I've pretty much written, 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 read everything you've you've done. I'm still I'm working on Riley right now. I and I think the only things I haven't done is some of the collabs um, and uh, uh, Callus Rose. Is it Callus Rose? Callus Rose? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, But pretty much anything you put out at this point, I'll listen to just because I enjoy your writing. I enjoy your style of writing. I enjoy how Mark. not Mark. Sean puts it all together, even if he's doing Mike or not doing a Mike voice or a Mike story. Is there anything in your head that you've just said, you know, I'd really, I'd really like to do this just as a one-off, or I don't know if it'll sell, but it's it's something for me, you know, sort of like when it, I don't know if you ever seen the movie House with William Cat, where he's an author and he wrote a bunch of horror movies. And he's doing a signing and everybody's like, oh, what are you doing next? And he says, you know, I'm going to write about my personal experiences in Vietnam. And people are like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not something that's going to sell, but it's something he wants to do for himself. Sure. Sure. Uh, probably like going to do dinosaur. Yeah, dinosaur porn. Dinosaur porn? Yeah. Yeah, I okay. think that sells good. I'm going to do a whole book on that t-rex stuff hey that's real shit man i just want you to know that is a real genre if you look it up is it legit a real thing legit 100 (laughs) percent. you can see they got covers where um like there's a woman and she's in the arms of a velociraptor it's like oh no does it take place Uh, in tijuana like those donkey shows i dude i don't know i've never wrote i never read it i um that's Uh. a little uh I, I I can't say I would actually do it, but just in terms of like romances, dude, romances kill it. I mean, 
the the folks that write romance like write their own ticket, you know, mm-hmm. like a it's, Fabio style novel. I guess, yeah. Okay, I mean, like you're gonna do like a swashbuckling Fifty Shades of Mike Talbot type of thing, or yeah, sure, why not? Fifty Shades of Talbot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Open up a whole new audience. <laughs> It'd be good with the uh, big with the females, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean they those books, man, those authors are just crazy followings. I used to uh I used to do some um there's this woman that uh she would put together these uh book signing events and she'd have a whole crap ton of authors and she was trying to expand it a little bit and do some horror and she had me and a couple other horror writers along with forty seven or so of these yeah. romance authors. I mean, those women, they would have lines. People would wait hours to get books signed. You know, and I, I mean, I could have gone out and got sandwiches. For... Uh, you know, it's hard to look at that and go, what are they doing? You know, mm-hmm. do I need to be doing that? Yeah, I mean, I'm literally staring. I'm in Mary's office where I record this, and I'm literally staring at the Fifty Shades of Grey book series. So on top of all of her her nursing books (laughs) and medical books, it's all medical books and nursing books. There's an Elvis biography, and then the entire Fifty Shades of Grey catalog. So, (laughs) (laughs) but that's what people love that stuff. So do you have that in you? Ah, oh, that's the question, right? I mean, could I pull it off? I don't know. You know, it'd be fun to try it, and then I'd got... have to probably change. I'd have to change my name. It'd have to be like Martha Tupor or something, you know, because uh, I don't know. You know, historically, you know, romance authors would be majority majority would be female. You would think. You well, know? you could do like a uh, like a Tina Belcher from Bob's Burgers type of you know zombie uh, fan fiction porn that she has. That she writes. Bob's Burgers is awesome. <laughs> I love that show. I do too. <laughs> One of my favorites. Yeah. And who, who was the, uh, was it Martha Tufo or whatever? I saw your post. You got all excited that they mentioned your name or you mentioned your last name in, in one of the, one of the episodes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I can't remember. I can't remember, but I do, but that was cool. <laughs> and I was like, all right, this guy's cool. He likes Bob Burgess. He can stay. <laughs> so, all right, Mark, I don't know how long we've been talking for. It's definitely been over an hour or so. Yeah. But uh, thank you for, uh, for, for doing this. Thank you for coming on. I hope, do you enjoy the, the, that we're doing this or are you like, do you still have that no. Boston self-deprecating? Why is somebody have a no. podcast dedicated to me? What's wrong with this dude? <laughs> The only thing now is like I I want you to be successful because you know like mm-hmm. why is it successful you know so mm-hmm. no no I enjoy it man I, as long as you're having fun I mean Lord knows you know you're doing all the work I'm just I come on and um, talk for a little bit you know that's all I'm doing there you go because oh. I know how much uh, I mean I did a podcast uh, for about a year with, uh, Armadrosa Familia. And, uh, mm-hmm. it was a lot of work. It was a lot of prep, you know, and we had a lot of guests on, you had to want to make sure you ask intelligent questions and things like that. You don't want to sound like a freaking idiot and like 
I have no idea with who you are, but I got to ask you a question. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny when I listen. I listen back to the episodes on Thursdays before I, I post it, and while I'm listening to it in my head, I'm always thinking, "Shit, I should have said that. I should have made that comment. I should have made that joke. I should have asked this question." But and I was I was saying this to Mary. I'm like, while I'm listening, while I'm doing it, the people are talking. I'm trying to ask a question that's so engaging that you talk for a long time, and then I'm thinking to myself, "Shit." What's a follow-up question or how do I get it so the conversation just flows and there's not any dead space where I'm going, yeah, that's cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, uh, luckily, the guy I was doing the podcast with was very good at that, picking up, not leaving any dead space, whereas I, I would just throw in random stuff from the sidelines, you know? So mm -hmm. it was he definitely carried the brunt of the uh the conversation i'm not i'm not a giant conversationalist you know but uh, yeah well i'm glad you like it and uh to, to anybody out there who wants to come on and talk about mark's books email me michael talbot podcast at icloud.com we record on wednesdays and you know oh, this this is what it is just talking tufo and that could have been that was one of the original titles i threw around was talking tufo but i figured Nobody, nobody wants to do that. So we're just, you know, Mike Talbot is the is the name, I think. Even when he's not in a story, that kind of just it draws draws the attention to it. Yeah, and there's free beer kid. They get free, free beer. beer. Free, free beer. beer. I, got, I got I got vodka and Red Bull, but that's because I don't have any. All we got is Bud Light and Miller Light downstairs, and so why why are you taking up fridge space? I know. Well, we have two. We got a fridge downstairs. We took the, we bought a new fridge. So we took the old fridge that came with the house and put it downstairs in the basement. So now that's the that's the alcohol fridge. Nice. Which Christmas Eve we had both families over for the first time. And that fridge was filled when we started. And by the end of the day, it was almost empty. There was like maybe one or two trulies in there left. I'm like, <coughs> they drank the fucking trulies and the white claws. These people were desperate for alcohol. <laughs> well, I mean, once 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 you're that far into it, man, it doesn't really matter, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, but they drank all my Coronas, all the Mary's uh, Miller Lights. Like they drank the summer shanties and the pumpkin spices from like two years ago when we first moved in. <laughs> that we still had them. Like I hope they didn't check expiration dates because they just they drank everything. So yeah, we we had a cooler like that with all the nasty things nobody wanted. Mm -hmm. Every barbecue would have them in the ice. They just finally, I just brought them down to the range and shot them. <laughs> it's the company beer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but all right, Mark, I've taken up enough of your time. Thank you so much for uh, for coming on. Hope we continue to to do you right. Love your stories. Love your books. Keep writing. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. It's uh, it's wicked pissa. So thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on. No problem. Thank you. All right, man. Bye. Bye. Good night. Bye. You too.
You have been listening to the Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast. Copyright 2023 by Chestnut Hill Studios. Our theme song, Zombie vs. Aliens, was written brilliantly by Burnt Ends. The Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast, is a production of Chestnut Hill Studios, and no part of this production can be reproduced, reproducted, rewind, remixed, remastered without the express written consent of Chestnut Hill Studios, and is punishable by FCC law and being called a big, fat, stupid doo-doo head. The show was written, produced, hosted, mastered, and edited by Jeff Royd's technical advisor, Mary Napoli. If you like the show, please give us a five-star rating and a review. It does help other people find the show. Thank you very much for listening, and as always, if you have not done so, download or buy the books of Mark Tufo. You will not regret it. Well, you might regret it. I don't want to make false promises. I can't, you know, I don't know everybody's taste or anything like that, but just go do it. Thank you.